What's that smell? Another episode of Smells Like Radio. I am your host, Jeff Wiles. Quick announcement at the top some very exciting news. Our live show has been picked up. The first Wednesday of every month, you can catch us live in the East Village at Lucky Jack's. The fun starts at 8 30, and the next show is May 1st. May Day. It is going down. Come by early. I have some friends coming around, some musician friends. They're going to throw down a little jam sesh for us before the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I have some of my very favorite comedians on the show. Uh, In fact, our headliner for the show just got done recording an album in L.A. He was on The Tonight Show. He's been on Comedy Central, Vice, all of the things. You guys cannot miss this show. Come check us out. So now that we've got... That stuff out of the way, I want to ask, how is your block? How is your hood? Everything good in the hood? Is your hood coming alive with the sunshine like mine is? I swear, we had one sunny day and I thought the population of the neighborhood increased by like 200%. It was amazing. I I haven't seen this many people outdoors in a couple months. It's really very exciting. Also, pretty funny... Um, there is a measles outbreak in Williamsburg, which is just like one of the unforeseen symptoms, I guess, of gentrification. I think that's so funny. Like, yeah, we'll get you avocados in your neighborhood, but you're going to have to fight off measles. Most people, that's not a problem, you know, but man, oh man, these, the whites sure hate the vaccinations, don't they? I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm generalizing, maybe I'm making this a racial thing and it's not, but it's, it sure seems like the epicenter of gentrification all of a sudden has a measles outbreak because nobody's getting their kids vaccinated. It seems pretty obvious that this is, you know, a white people problem. I don't know. You know, if you're struggling, if you're a, you know, a person of color and you're struggling with measles, reach out to me, please. <laughs> because so ridiculous, dude. What are, This life is so crazy, don't you think? Well, I'm having fun, despite the, uh, the hazmat suit I've been walking around in. I've been avoiding kids like it's, you know, the summer of 2006. Remember, remember that summer when it was like pedophilia was invented? Well, it wasn't invented, but it was like in the news and everyone was like dodging kids like nobody would even go near. I feel like that's it's like the resurrection of that in my neighborhood right now. Like I see I see a child and I cross the street. I'm not going anywhere near that white kid. But despite all that, I am enjoying the sun. We went out skating the other day, if you can believe that. Boy, has skating changed since I was young. I I remember skating when I was young. Actually, to be fair, I, I guess skating hasn't changed. I guess just my body has my buddy too I think it was a wake-up call for him because he he took a fall you know grinding a ledge and got up and was like we got to get the hell out of here before I shit my pants like he, he was you know the, the, those falls are not easy on the old bodies but we had a good time it was a lot of fun speaking of fun on today's episode we are joined by Hasmin Garza 
She is a comedian I met in Boston. She's got ties to Arizona. Um, we would run around and do shows together. She actually moved out to New York before me, but once I got out here, of course, we started bumping into each other. A lot had changed. She lost a tooth. I'll let her explain. Um, but also, I got to dive into a bit of her, her backstory, which I really didn't know. I knew that she had done some copy editing. She's got this nice job, but I didn't realize, you know, she used to be like a journalist as well. And she was married to like an investigative reporter, all very exciting things, uh, which kind of led her to Boston where we met. And yeah, she came around uh, to my hood before her spot at the knit. And we got to chop it up for a couple minutes um, before heading out to the show. And honestly, I had her around because she's go she's going back to Boston to headline one of my favorite venues, The Gas. She will be there April 19th. Um, and you should check it out. She, she put a bunch of sweet comedians. Sweet comedians? Is that? <laughs> she put a bunch of sweet comedians on. I don't know what I'm saying. She, she It's a good show. It's a good show. She's doing an extended set. She's hilarious. You're going to see her uh, all over the place very soon. So you, if you're in Boston, you got to catch her at this venue. It's like part punk rock bar, part Irish pub. Really cool spot. Really like it. And I just saw too, if uh, for some reason you're not able to catch her extended set on the 19th, she's also in the festival, the Good Luck Festival on 420. She'll actually be on stage at 420, I'm told, uh, on the Good Luck Fest. Looking at the lineup now, I mean, it's just like stacked with people that you want to see, honestly. Great job there as well. So two great opportunities to catch this hilarious comedian. You're not going to be able to avoid her soon. So get on board and start channel surfing with me. Socks and sliders everywhere and every day. Full English breakfast at a cafe, not a cafe. No, no, baby, we don't let strangers come our way. But you should come to my hood, my hood, my hood. Me, me, and Molly's best fried chicken is in South. I'll show you gangsters, don't you go run in your mouth. My beds are racing, 2 a.m. outside my house, oh yeah, it's loud. But come to my hood, my hood, my hood. Oh, you should come to my hood, my hood, my hood, my hood. You should come to my hood, my hood, my hood Yeah, you should come to my hood, my hood, my hood, my hood You should come to my hood, my hood, my hood Brand new cordless telephones, we got them Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin different colors we got white ones we got gray ones i've been 
just a stepdaughter and just since I was four. It's had a positive and a negative impact on my life. I'm Hasmeen Garza, and I know Jeff from Boston. Comedy, baby. Word. I was born in the 80s. It was 88, though. Uh Uh-huh. Best two years of my life. (laughs) Uh, I was a grown woman by then. (laughs) Bullshit. I was 11. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey, I'd already gone through puberty, son. Okay. Yeah. And, and two quinceañeras. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you, where'd you go to school? What school are we talking about? Grade school? Yeah, sure. I grew up in Utah. Did you really? Yep. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Zero rhythm throughout that whole state. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Have you ever done me. comedy out there? Um, once. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never again. It wasn't bad, actually. This this uh, girl who is a comic out there um, got a really good audience, a good space. It was pretty dope, but oh, that's cool. the one time I ever did it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I did comedy in like Idaho one time, and I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, really? For a festival or just? <laughs> no, just like oh, a show. Shit. It was on like a triple run. You know, it was like a night. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I get it. First time I've ever seen strip clubs with windows. Oh my God. Idaho Fall. I didn't even notice when I walked in. I didn't notice until they threw somebody out and then he just lurked outside. <laughs> <laughs> he's all fine with me? Yeah, he's like, fine. You know what? <laughs> Free beer out here anyways. <laughs> oh my God. That should be illegal, dude. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Isn't it? <laughs> you ha- you can't have windows on a strip club. That's insane. Cool. So, uh, grade school in Utah, and then did you do? I high did college school? there too. College as well. Oh wow, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I didn't want to leave the nest, dude. Yeah, I, hear I was you. too afraid. Come on. I wish I would have now. Like I didn't have a college experience. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no dorms, nothing like that. I lived with my mom. Yeah, I didn't have a college experience either. You're like, because I didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I mean, <laughs> I went to an art school. That's enough, right? <laughs> Yeah. Am I dumb? A little. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting at, dude. <laughs> did you, you went to college. I did. I went to the University of Utah. Right. Oh, that's right. You were saying that. Mm-hmm. Did you have, uh, what was your focus? Mass communication news editorial. Oh, really? Yeah. That's brilliant. Why, thank you. Actually, I mean, it's really helped me. I mean, I was a journalist for like 12 years and I'm a copy editor now. And I'm one of the few comics you'll meet who has like a job where I'm like, I would have to have something really good to leave it, right. you know, because I get paid well, I enjoy what I do, benefits, all that shit, you yeah. know, so I feel very fortunate. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mass communicator, too. You know, you know I'm doing that right now, bro. Come Mass on. communicating. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. How cool. What brought you Boston side? I was married, and my husband was also a journalist, and he got a job at the Boston Herald. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we moved there. He was working on the case, trying he, to track down the uh, the sex offenders? Um, He was a big, like, cops reporter. That's really, oh, really? Yeah, he was an investigative reporter. 
And what? so, yeah. That's sick. And Boston was a great town for that, you Dude, know? Yeah. Their police commissioner for a while was like straight out of like a Batman comic book. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So it was good shit for him, yeah. you know? Uh, I wasn't thrilled about it at all. <laughs> I did not want to go. Yeah. And then it ended up there. I discovered comedy there and I ended up loving Boston. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet uh, city. Yeah. Especially to start comedy. Right. Know. The turnover there is so quick. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so many other scenes so close. You toured, you did like all New England, right? Yeah. Do you have any like terrible, do you remember the worst New England show you've done? Uh, there were a lot of shitty ones in New Hampshire. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Where it just looked like everyone owned a shotgun, you know? And I didn't know anything about New England. I just knew Boston and how liberal it was and everything. And then <laughs> I didn't know that you Surrounded lived there. By yeah. yeah. And it's complete opposite. Did I you was ever go like, to Maine? Oh, yeah, a lot. It's insane up there. When, yeah, uh-huh, outside of Portland. Portland's dope, though. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, there, a, a lot of Maine is, like, gorgeous mm-hmm. and, like, really livable. But, like, the people there are kind of insane. Yeah. Maniacs, they call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Right? Um, Yeah, but nothing that stands out is, like, holy shit. You know, a lot of those shows, I would go and be like, this is gonna suck. And then you do your shit and... They're on board, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially New Hampshire, like you were saying. A lot of the, uh, when I would do a show there, it would be like, let's just get this one notched under the belt and get out of here yes. alive. Yes. But then, sure enough, you get a couple people you connect with and you're like, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. This isn't so bad. Mm-hmm. But then you go downstairs at the bar or whatever the fuck, and it's like, that guy is yeah. not, we, we uh, gotta get out of here. Someone walk me to my car. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I did have an experience like that, dude. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I was at this open mic. And um, it was kind of like in the sticks, you know, mm-hmm. and I went because they gave you a lot of time. So I drove mm. uh, a ways and I went there and there was this guy at the bar who was like staring at me the whole night. Mm. And uh, I said bye, walked out to my car. It was raining. I remember he knocked on my window all of a sudden. Holy fuck. Yeah. I you was like, why did I unroll the window? <laughs> I unrolled the, hello, sir. What would you like oh, at no. midnight? And you don't even know me. I unrolled the window and he's like, I want to buy you a drink. What? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, no thanks. I got to go. He's like, no, I want to buy you a drink. I I rolled it up and just... Yeah. You know? I think that's the move. Jesus Christ, my heart was pounding so oh. bad, dude. Yeah. That's you can't a just do that to people, you know what That's I mean? a moment, like, you're not going to understand this. In a parking this. lot? <laughs> you're not going to understand this, but there's a thing that women have where you think you're going to get assaulted mm-hmm. and and you think your heart is racing, you're sweating it's the worst feeling ever, mm. but the best feeling ever is when you realize you're not going to get assaulted. And that's how I remember I turned up the radio and I was like, oh yeah, like kind of jamming out. Like, uh, and I'm like, what is this feeling that I'm having? Oh yeah. I'm not going to get. Not tonight. Yes. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm jamming out in my car. That was a horrible, horrible experience. After that, I was like yeah. way more cautious about that shit. Yeah. Did you ever do like the keys in your hand or anything like that i, I always hear about really, these tactics i'm like that sounds so fucking gangster i don't really do that i just really really look around and i'm not afraid to ask a guy will you walk me to my car yeah i i, I don't think you should be why is that i a- asked you once and you were like no <laughs> <laughs> fuck you you're on your own <laughs> get the hell out of here i'm gonna yeah. finish this drink yeah leave <laughs> Yeah, well... Man, you'd have to be the biggest douche to say no to that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know, that is pretty funny. 
pulled over a lot in Boston, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, I remember I got pulled over. I was with a white guy. And he thought he could yell at the cop. Oh, and sorry. I was like, what are you doing? And he got out of the car. Dude, he's going to get shot, man. Yeah. I mean, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, it was East, in East Boston. I lived in East Boston. East I got Boston. pulled over like three times. Yeah, I find the cops um, were generally pretty uh, approachable. Yeah, I'm looking at your face right now as you're saying that with your blue eyes and your mustache. And you're like, I mean, what's the problem? It did get really tense after the bombings, though. I'm sure. I remember it felt like one time. (laughs) One time at South Station, I was taking a bus somewhere and I had had my backpack with me and um, a bird I was inside the bus station and a bird came and landed like right at my feet. And I was like, what the fuck? And there was a door like just there, you know? And I was like, oh, maybe I can help this bird get out of this building. And I go and I stand up and I try to go for the door. And like a cop comes over to me and was like, what are you doing? And I didn't realize, but like. I'm trying to help this bird, man. Okay, well, here's the problem. (laughs) The bird was gone. The bird was gone. Okay, exactly. The bird had flown off. And I was like, I was trying to let this bird out. And you look at the door and there's literally a giant sign that says like, do not open this door. (laughs) (laughs) So so he's like, what are you, what, a bird? And he goes, is that bag yours? And I had taken a couple steps away from the bag. And I was like, yeah, that's mine. He's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm leaving. It was, yeah, it was. He thought you were mentally ill, dude. Well, he thought I was trying to like drop a bag and leave the scene. Right, right. And I was like, no, there was a bird officer. <laughs> I'm like looking around for the bird, like trying to point it out. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Yeah. Like the Ted Bundy thing, I listened to those tapes and he was doing it for the love of the game, man. Yeah. I'm serious. Some people I are mean, just in it for the love. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, this dude... He broke out of jail and he <laughs> serial killed <laughs> like three people in yeah. that short amount of time. Yeah, he's got the itch. That motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, damn, he can't get enough. That's so funny. Lady, ladies love a good serial killing, don't they? We do. I don't know what it is. SVU. I'm not into that. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> it's not it's not real. Enough. I need something real. I'm yeah. serious. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Even like these the production shows, value is too high. Even yes. <laughs> even these shows that come out about it, that's not enough for me. Yeah. You know. Um, is this how you spend your time? No, I really, I really just got into documentaries like recently. Oh, okay. Like All right. real well, life. I'm not gonna grill you then. And it's not even. It doesn't have to be serial killers. So I'm not one of those people. I'm more into like real life scandals. Ah. Yeah. I do like a good scheme. Yeah. You know? It doesn't have to be murder, but that that's a great addition, yeah. you know? It is a great addition. I'm not going <laughs> to be mad about that. Uh, do you have a favorite racist? A favorite racist? Yeah. Like somebody that's a known racist that you're like, he's he did it the best of everybody. <laughs> oh, that's a good question, dude. Um... Oh, here's here's something I would like to say to, about that. And since you're a Celtics fan, yeah. Oh fuck! I hope you don't fall in this category. I really hope you don't. But I think, oh boy, here it comes. I think people are racist who, when you talk about the five greatest NBA players of all time, <laughs> yeah. if Larry, Bird. if Larry Bird <laughs> is in there, yeah. then I'm like, mm, you yeah. might be racist. Yeah, I know. I'm a I'm a Bill Russell guy myself. Okay. Yeah. 
Right, Big you time. Pass. You yeah. get a pass. Over Jordan, too. I like to make that argument. Wow. I, I have like teenage brothers who are like, Michael Jordan. I'm like, you, you never even saw one game he played. You, you have know? teenage brothers? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Connected to the youth. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good racism detector that I used to have to use that I used to use before Trump gained power. Now it's like it's pretty anything. Easy. <laughs> that, that is one of the so benefits. It's like way easier to kind of spot yeah. who to avoid nowadays. But come on, Larry Bird is was great at basketball. I mean, I'm sure he was. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I know we got to get you out of here soon. You got the spot. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll ask in closing, uh, what happened with your tooth? I'm always seeing on social oh, media. Shit. Why are you always popping this tooth out? Dude, because I have a fake tooth. Yeah. If, bro. Uh, yeah, me too. This is fake. You do? Yeah, but I can't pop it out. Is that like Okay, so then that's different. Okay. Um, I'm only asking because I see it on your Instagram. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for people who are listening, I broke my front tooth. Um, several months ago and uh How? changed my life bro oh my changed god life. Why? yes are you kidding me oh really <laughs> i mean you sound the same uh, not at first i had to relearn <laughs> oh my god I, I was listening to old audio of oh, really? old sets oh, i had the worst lisp i mean so then i went to the store <laughs> and i stood, i sound like that i'm right. like oh my god and when i got um when i started talking better my friend liz was like girlfriend it was bad. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit, thank I'm... God you can talk now because it was really bad. Um, That's so, hilarious. So, yeah, I have this. and How'd you break your tooth? Eating chicken. Sake. Oh, fuck, really? I broke. I bit into a chicken bone really hard. Oh, God. We got to change it. that story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, gone to a fight, bro. There you go. You know? It's fucking New Hampshire comics, man. They don't <laughs> learn. <laughs> um. Sometimes I forget it. I, I'll start walking to the subway and I'll be like, fuck, I forgot my tooth. I'll have to turn around. And <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know? Because I'll smile at someone It'll and their like, face. Oh, yeah. I'm funny. like, oh, shit. Um, that's pretty funny. So, yeah, I take it out at night. And you know what's, what's an issue is hookups, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I had to be just like, like uh, a like a retainer for her? <laughs> just like oh damn all right um everyone's been cool about it what are they gonna do be like peace (laughs) never mind well i also i mean like what do you pop it up like pop it out before the hookup i imagine the deed is already done when it goes out during (laughs) i mean uh, (laughs) that's okay that's that's egregious (laughs) (laughs) you gotta give a warning for something like that you can't that's pretty funny. Yeah. Sometimes I just tell them before, like, hey, I have this thing, whatever. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a STD or something. I'm like, look, I got this thing. It's not a big deal, but if we're going to do this, you need to know. <laughs> He's like, oh, cool. I have chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's been, it was really stressful at first. But uh, I'm used to it now. Well, uh, before you get out of here, do you have any? Do you need any like pre-show rituals or anything like that? 
Um, a lot of boss ass bitch music. <laughs> I was gonna say, is there a playlist you throw on to like get in the? Yeah, listen to Little Kim, Queen bitch, little a lot of Cardi B. Okay, yes. Um, stuff like that, and that's just to get me like pumped up, you know. Um, yeah. So it sounds like it's working, Chica. Yeah. Cardi B. Things are going good, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cardi B just changed everything for me. <laughs> um, it's a big turning point in my career when she. <laughs> yeah i always thought like i don't know like praying and stuff like that that mm. makes sense before like you know if you're like a in a band or something but oh okay yeah i be, know what you're saying like there's all you see those circles that are yeah, holding hands like, like god fuck. please let us have a good set no, no no yeah good energy for everybody and then a comic is just like nervously checking his phone <laughs> that's <laughs> me that's yeah. me just nervously checking my phone like when am i up solo, no, no, no. completely solo dolo mm-hmm yeah jealous yeah. of them that would be fun you know what i mean it to, would be to get in like a little handhold circle before you go up and like talk about your dick or whatever you know what <laughs> like, um, lord jesus please give me the strength i don't know if you've ever like did you ever do slades in boston i don't think so that's like the only black room in boston mm. and the guy who runs that jonathan gates he um when he puts shows together he does give you he get makes oh, really? like a huddle like a team oh, that's beautiful everyone who's in it and he says Let's have a dope show, na na na, and it makes you feel pumped up, man. Yeah, of course, I bet it feels great. Yeah, it does. It's way better than just like scrolling through Instagram and being like, "Fuck, okay, uh, hold on." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It made a difference. It was good shit. Cool. Well, do you want to do you want to hold hands and say a prayer before you set at the net? <laughs> Can we? It won't like throw anyone off. Yeah. <laughs> just right in front of the stage, right before I go up. <laughs> Me and you have you our foreheads this. together. You got this. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Well, thanks for coming by. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. Come to my show at the gas Friday, April 19th at 7:30, baby. Me, Sam Mike, yeah. Brian Higginbottom, and yeah. Liz Hall. It's gonna be dope. Extended set? Yes. How much time are you doing? At least 30. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Cool. Come out. Thanks. Peace. Peace. the show thank you for listening thank you for channel surfing with me wednesday may 1st mayday baby it's going down in the east village at lucky jacks 8 30 golden ticket comedy is back we picked up a sponsor we got a swedish candy store sponsor bonbons hooking us up so you know there's going to be sweet treats what else we got musicians that are going to come do a little jam sesh before the show come early come hang out with us it's going to be a good time. Uh, if Peter Piper pecked him, I bet you Biggie bust him. He probably tried to fuck him. I told him not to trust him. Lyrically, I dust him. Off like Pletch. Hit hard like sledgehammers. Bitch with that platinum grammar. I am a diamond cluster hustler. Queen bitch. Supreme bitch. I need a test, though, from you. Yo, yo. Oh, it sounds one, horrible. One, two, one, two. You're like, it's just your voice. <laughs> yeah, just talk. Could you talk different? <laughs> Yeah, perfect. I'm Husmin Garza. <laughs> we got orange ones. We got all, that's about it. That's all we've got.